Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Bear. I love you too, Kura. This is episode 14 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to talk about the paranormal and the supernatural. Do you think ghosts exist? I'm not too sure about that. I have a couple of things that have happened to me that would sort of indicate that ghosts exist, but I'm still not sure. There was um, there was one time here in this house, I was standing in the dining room and I heard noise in the hallway, and I looked over, and there was this uh, older guy. He had white hair. He had a white beard, but no mustache. So it sort of looked like Amish, because he had a, a white shirt and suspenders and black pants. And he continued to walk down the hallway and into the closet door, or through the closet door. And I didn't have the wherewithal to, to go around and look and see if he came out the other side. So it wasn't a date that you brought home and forgot about? <laughs> no. This was in the middle of the night. And he... Well, I, I believe that this house, I believe that the hallway went all the way from the front of the house to the back of the house. So that closet, I don't think, was always there. Um, so it's, if, if it was like a re-recording of something that happened in the past, it was not surprising that he would walk through that closet door just thinking he was going down the rest of the hall. And I did notice, after this happened, that there was a smell like freshly cut alfalfa. Hmm. That's interesting. There was also a another case where the cabinet doors under the sink in the kitchen would come open. And they were metal doors with metal hinges, and it was difficult to open them. You you had to push the cabinet in a little bit and then pull the cabinet door open. They didn't just fly open on their own, but they did a lot of times. They would come open and they would make this grinding sound, metal on metal, every time the, the um, hinge would open up. And I got so tired of that happening. I'd hear the, the cabinet doors opening. And I'd go in the kitchen and I'd close them. Well, this one time I was just exasperated and angry that I had to close the door. So I went in the kitchen and I closed the door. And I had a dog at that time. And I had a 40-pound bag of dog food in the kitchen that hadn't been opened yet. So I set the bag of dog food in front of the the, those cabinet doors to block them from opening. And I turned around to, to leave the kitchen. And as I turned around and left, 
Something had pushed that bag of dog food over and pushed the cabinet doors open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared. I, I ran out of there. I went out the back door and stood on the deck naked <laughs> in the snow. Finally decided that, um, you know, that, that this was absurd. And I, I came back in the house. And it wasn't too long after that I removed those cabinet doors completely. <laughs> and they are now out in the garage. Since moving them out in the garage, they haven't opened once. Yeah. That's interesting. That's very interesting. But I still don't know that I necessarily believe in ghosts. But the, those are pretty convincing things that something's happened in this house. Yeah. How about you? Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, yeah. I, most definitely. I remember when we first started seeing each other, and I spent the night, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night. I was, it felt like someone was sitting on the bed, and I rolled over, and, I, I, and you were sleeping next to me. And then uh, I was like, in the world, you know, I'm like, Who, who's in here? And I, I rolled back over to, to kind of see. And, you know, it's a waterbed. I looked, rubbed my eyes, and, like, it felt like, like I could feel, like, the, the cushions, or the, I mean, the, the, the blanket kind of, like, pushed down around my, my legs. It's obvious I lost my leg. All of a sudden, the weight lifted up, and you could see that kind of, like, the, the waterbed move a little bit. And I just pulled, like, the classic little kid thing. I just, like, pulled the blankets over my head and was like, no, no, that, that just really didn't happen. That just really didn't happen. So, yeah, uh, that happened here. And then, actually, uh, my plate, where I work now, used to be a pool hall. And back, I believe, in the 70s or 80s, there was a woman that was murdered there. And when I worked there, before the remodel, uh, the way the manager's desk was situated in the back, and there was a walkway from the front of the store to the back to the bathroom. And I was counting money at the end of the night. And I looked up, and there was a woman that was dressed kind of like in a bluish-white, pale dress, walking straight to where the bathroom was. And there was no one who worked there at the time wearing that. It was, you know, it, it, people, you know, heard rumors that there was a ghost that, that was there. And what I saw, I mean, it, I, guess, I guess my mind could have played a trick on me. But um, from what people described, she looked exactly the same. And it was kind of funny because, you know, there was other people working, putting up jewelry. And, you know, I had all the money counted. And I was like, okay, time to go, guys. Let's go. Let's lock up. Let's get out of here now. But, yeah, that was, I mean, it didn't frighten me. A little, a little unsettling. But, yeah, I, I definitely believe in ghosts. So when that happened, it was after closing time? Mm-hmm. So there should not have been any customers in no, there. No, yeah, we were closed up. It was locked up, everything. So, yeah, there was no customers in there. So, and she just kind of just walked straight ahead, didn't look my way or nothing, just kind of, just like she was on, just going to the bathroom. Well, the the old man that I saw in the house was the same way. He had no concept that I was there, just, hmm. just was w walking along and didn't see or hear me at all. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, interesting when it happens. I I don't know that. I still don't know that ghosts are real, though. the The planet should be just 
chock full of ghosts. Yeah, you would think. There wouldn't be any room left for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people are ever going to be able to explain it, but I mean, there's plenty of people out there trying to um, with all these ghost hunters and ghost shows that you see on TV, so. Well, and I have to admit that we have recorded hours and hours of audio for these podcasts, and I have never heard anything except your voice and mine. Yeah. There are people who record um, what they call, I think, aerial phenomena or something, where they'll ask questions and then sit in the silence and record it, and they swear that people are answering their questions. But I think that's more pareidolia. I think that's called people have a lot of time on their hands. Well, pareidolia is like when you see faces in the clouds. Mm -hmm. Um, If you sit and you listen to silence that's been compressed, especially for a long time, you're, you're, you're gonna. Your brain is going to find things in that sound. Oh, okay. That aren't necessarily there. Okay. Just like you see faces in the clouds. Okay. H- humans, I think, are are designed to try to extract meaning from the meaningless. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Do you think some people can hear ghosts, like extrasensory perception, like ESP? Well, there are lots of psychic mediums who say that they can talk to ghosts, that they hear ghosts talking to them all the time. I, I think a lot of them are cons. I, I, I would guess most of them are cons. It's, there, there's a, a thing that they call cold reading, where they'll throw out, oh, you know, I hear somebody and I... I think his name starts with a J, and then, then the other person will go, well, I don't know. I know somebody whose name starts with a J. Yeah, yeah. And they'll start feeding them information, and before you know it, the psychic medium says things, or extracts things from the conversation that, that the other person doesn't even realize that they're doing. Hmm. So but, kind of like handing over information, but like in a sly way. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't... uh, It's certainly possible that there are people who can hear the the dead, but as they say, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, and and I don't think anybody's come up with any. Houdini was... um, The magician Houdini was famous for catching people and stuff like that. Oh, okay. He he made his later career all about that. Oh, okay. Do you think people can hear ghosts? Um, I'm skeptical, but I I mean, I think anything's really possible. You know anybody who can hear ghosts? No, not personally. I don't either. You know, I don't think so. I'm trying to recall of anybody if I've ever heard anyone saying anything, but no. I mean, you see these shows on TV, and I guess, you know, you can produce anything and make it look the way you want to. But I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of phenomenon where it, it was recorded. So, 
How about you? Uh, no. I believe that my parents went to some kind of psychic medium when they opened their business. And um, she, the, the, the medium, the, the psychic, whatever, she, she's more like a fortune teller, I think. And they told, or she told my parents to uh, be cautious of a flood, that the, the business would have to deal with the flood. And I don't know how seriously they took it, but when they they made all of their um, shelves for their merchandise, they put them all up, up high, where they were off the ground. And then, I don't know, maybe a couple of years later, there was a flood, but it wasn't water. It was a giant, giant oil tank that was in the same warehouse on the other side of the door that had burst open. and it, and oil come flooding into the room. And because all the merchandise was up off the floor, none of that uh, merchandise was damaged by the, the oil. It just kind of seeped up into the shelves a little bit. I guess it was good advice, but I don't know just how, how much psychic had anything to do with it. Yeah. I, I suppose if you have a business long enough, uh, at some time, you're going to deal with some kind of a flood. Yeah. And I would think if it was you know, that clear of a prophecy that she would have told him it was oil and not water. Yeah. I guess it's just kind of good fortune that, uh, I don't know, it could kind of be a coincidence, too. I don't know. I think people will look, they'll connect dots just to make things real. Yeah, I, I think that's true also. Have you ever seen a UFO? No, I have not. I I think it'd be really, really interesting too. But I know I have never been. Uh, I don't want to say fortunate enough to, but no, I th I think it'd be really neat. But no, I have not. Uh, how about you? I have never seen a UFO, but my father did. Oh, I, really? I believe it was one of his high school friends, and he were out. On a long drive, the one of the descriptions of Kansas is it, it's miles and miles of nothing but miles and miles. And uh, they were on a road trip somewhere uh, through the Great Plains. And he said that he and his friend saw a light come up from the horizon and then come up over the car and then sort of hover over the car and follow them for a very long time. And they had no explanation for it. They, it didn't seem to be an airplane, and it, and it wasn't flying on a, on a route. It wasn't like a satellite that was just going across the sky. It actually came up and then hovered over their car while they were driving and then eventually flew off. Hmm. Was it, so he was younger then? Yeah, he was. I, I think he had was just out of high school at the time. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And my father was interested in UFOs all of his life because of that. Well, I bet. Yeah. I imagine if you you experience something like that, you probably, you know, it'll pique your interest. And then you probably, you know, want to look into it a little bit more, either, you know, to ease your mind or 
make yeah make sure that you're not crazy you know <laughs> well he even went to like ufo conferences and stuff like that but yeah i believe i ever heard your mom talking about that one day he's but, talked to stanton freeman the the guy who exposed the roswell conspiracies hmm. and he's he was always interested in that yeah i know well, I, I believe there probably is alien life. Well, even though UFO, I mean, it's an unidentified flying object, which could mean it's just obviously just not an unidentified object. But I, I think the universe is so, so large where there has to be some sort of life out there. I don't know if they'd be interested in being here or visiting us. I've, you know, you hear people talk about it would be like us wanting to go like visit you know if they had that kind of technology to come from far far away you know light years away it would be like us being interested in an ant colony you know it's just it's uh but i don't know i i i just i think it would be just i don't know kind of a waste if this was it <laughs> i mean if the universe is ever expanding and as large as it is and we're the only life forms out there well i believe society has come to a point now that is different i think if you ask people now if they think that there's other life in the universe i think now most people would say yes it's it's almost a mathematical impossibility that this is the only planet that supports life in the whole universe mm. every year they're finding more and more planets yeah, they, they call them like goldilocks planets by observing stars they notice how the sunlight dims as the sun passes between us and them and i, I believe there's like five thousand planets that have been discovered and some of them they believe probably are in a habitable zone. Hmm. So probably every star has planets, and the, the odds of us being the only ones is... It went from people thinking it was impossible to now people thinking that it would be impossible to not. Yeah. So I, I think if if there are UFOs... They could be extraterrestrials. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. What do you think about Bigfoot? I really don't have any thoughts of it one way or another. I, you know, I, I don't know that much about them. Just to be completely honest with you, I've heard theories. You know, people think that they might be from another dimension, and they're traveling across dimensions and. Uh, and, you know, I think it could be possible. Um, I mean, we're still discovering new, new different species of animals and stuff like that, uh, and insects and stuff. I don't know. I really don't. Do you have any thoughts towards them, or do you think they're possibly real? Or, well, anything is possible. You, it's, it's not possible to prove that something is not does not exist. You, you know, you can prove. You can find something and say, yeah, this this exists, but it's really tough to prove something doesn't exist because the universe is bigger and more strange than we can possibly imagine. I 
heard a podcast a while back. I, I, I listened to a lot of science podcasts. And one of them, they interviewed Jane Goodall, um, the, the woman who did all the studies on chimpanzees. And I was surprised that they asked her what she thought about Bigfoot. And she said that she thought there was a lot of good evidence that uh, a large ape species like that could exist. Now, I don't think she was saying, you know, I definitely think there's a Bigfoot. She was just open to the possibility of it. Yeah, she said that there was so much evidence of it that it had to be true. However, Bigfoot is supposed to be a really big animal, and there would have to be a breeding population. I would think if they were out there, especially in North America, somebody would have come across one with some kind of provable ed evidence by now. I mean, there, there are shows, you know, where, where they're looking for Bigfoot that have gone on season after season after season, and they still haven't found anything, and certainly haven't found any evidence that was compelling. While it's, it's possible, it doesn't seem likely anymore. Yeah. You know, the world's becoming so populated. I mean, it's, it, it, to have no evidence of it, I mean, it was really there. I mean, I think it would be hard to not have it if, you know, if they really were there. I believe David Attenborough said that wild places on Earth have gone from about 50% down to about 30%. So there aren't a whole lot of places for undiscovered species, especially a big one like a Bigfoot, yeah. to, to hide in. Do you think that some people can read other people's minds? I, I believe so. And just, I mean, they say what, we use 10% of our, our brain's capabilities. I, you know, I want to know the science behind it, obviously, because it really, there is no science behind it, I don't think. But I don't think it's like in the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Um, but I, th I think possibly in the future, you know, people work and strive for it, possibly. I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't. That's, uh, I think it'd be really neat, but I also think it would be very, very scary, ultimately, if people could start doing that. You know, because, not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I could see the government trying to weaponize it somehow, or, or you know, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. How about you? Do you think so, or...? Well, telepathy has been a staple of science fiction since there's been science fiction. So far, it really is fiction, I, I think, because if, if somebody really could read minds, everyone would know about it. it, it it's, something, it's not something you could keep secret. And... Like I said before, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. That being said, I believe that the mind probably is a lot more powerful than we give it credit for. So I, I guess that's all I would have to say about that. Yeah. What do you think about magical powers like uh, wizardry and witches? Well, there are witches. There are pagans. People who believe in herbal medicine 
and practice such things. I've I've met a few. They're they're pretty cool people. In, in fact, I've always said, um, make friends with a pagan because they are the ones who know how to make herbal medicines, and they're the ones who are going to survive the next coming apocalypse. Hmm. So, if if you know somebody who's a witch, um, make friends with them. As far as magical powers, as I said, perhaps the mind is more powerful than we give it credit for. But I, I haven't seen any real evidence of that. It's, it's fun to think of. Yeah. But I, I think most witches now are, are into the earth sciences rather than the magical sciences. Okay. Kind of like holistic healing and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know any witches? No. No, I don't. No, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. No, I don't. I really don't know any pagans either. Personally, I mean, I either, you know, at work, there's some pagans that come in. Chances are there are some that you know and you just don't know that you know them. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably, yeah, that's probably... Yeah, that's very true, probably. So, but no, I don't, yeah, not, you know, not personally, not intimately, I don't think so. As a religion, I can see them not being, you know, not carrying it on their sleeves, being as, you know, like the Salem witch trials. <laughs> Those people got hung. And I, I think there are some Christian religions that equate witches with with Satan and those those who know know that's not at all true. Yeah. But um those kind of misperceptions persist. Mm-hmm. So I can see why you wouldn't know necessarily that somebody that you know is a witch. Mm-hmm. What do you think about people having magical powers though? Uh I I don't believe in them. I I don't I, I don't know. I guess my idea of magical powers would be like something that you read in Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. But no, I, 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 I just don't. I'm not saying that they might not exist. I just have never witnessed them. I guess they do say absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah. Do you, what do you think of clairvoyance and prophecy? Well, um, prophecy can be a little bit like astrology. If you, if you word things broad enough, people will, they'll justify the prophecy after the fact. You didn't see like Nostradamus say on November 17th of 2022, that the world is going to come to an end. You, you know, you, you never see prophecies that are that specific. There are a lot of the quatrains in, that um, Nostradamus predicted. The, the writing is so, I won't say vague, but it's so colorful that mm. it could be interpreted probably any way. It's so vast, yeah. I believe every year 
uh, some some of the skeptics collect prophecies that were made throughout the year and rank them on how well they did and most of those clairvoyants did really really badly hmm. um, yet they persist it's a fun thing to think about oh yeah and i i enjoy you know watching shows about things like that but it doesn't necessarily mean that i believe it mm -hmm. unquestionably have you ever seen anyone perform spiritual healing no no the only time i've ever seen anything like that is almost like when they make a a mockery of it on tv and people you know go into tongues and speak in tongues and no i've never seen that and, and to be honest with you i think it's a farce just but people if they want to believe hard enough they they think anything like that can happen but no i i just don't think that that's possible and if if it was i think uh we would see a lot more of it well i haven't seen it in person myself, other than like maybe on TV. But my grandfather swears he was cured by a witch doctor. He said that uh, he had tuberculosis and I, I guess a pretty bad case. And he went to what he called a witch doctor. I, I would think now you would just call it a, a, a woman who was a Wiccan. But he said she made sort of a poultice out of some herbs. He said that smelled really foul. And she wrapped them up in a handkerchief. And he said that she grabbed his neck and pushed this poultice onto his neck. And squeezed really tight and, until he passed out. And I guess when he came to, there was a large boil on the back of his neck. And she said that that was the, the tuberculosis that she had, she had extracted. She then put like some water in a small bottle and heated it up until it turned to steam. And then she held the neck of the bottle to that boil and it kind of, the, expansion sort of like suck the the boil out into the bottle she said this is this is your tuberculosis and um sealed it up and i i guess he also paid her to destroy it or dispose of it somehow and he said after that he was cured of the of the tb hmm. and my grandfather i think lived to be nearly 100 years old oh wow and he told that story it sounded, he was convinced that, that he, he had been cured. Hmm. That's very interesting. How about reincarnation? What do you think of that? God, I'm such a boring interview today. I, I, I don't have thoughts of it one way or another. Like, I, like, I don't think I've ever met anyone who, you know, said they were reincarnated. I, I, I really don't. I, I've never really put much thought towards it. The, I mean... Do you have feelings on it one way or another, or...? Well, I believe well over half of the religions in the world believe that reincarnation is a true thing. Obviously, those aren't Christian religions, 
if I remember reading uh, right about it, that most of like the Hindu and Buddhist religions believe that we go through many lives and you know your deeds in one life will reflect in what kind of life you have the next and until people reach enlightenment and no longer need to experience things physically what do you think about that um i think that could be possible yeah I, yeah i think you know that could be plausible you know just kind of doing it over until you get it right pretty much I suppose, yeah. yeah. I, I believe in that. Yeah, I could see that working. How do you feel about karma? Uh, I I believe in karma fully. I really do. I, it sounds strange probably, but I really do think that uh, karma will and can bite you in the ass. So, What do you mean by karma then? Well, it's like if you do something bad, something will come back bad at you. You do something good, something good will happen in return. That's that. I guess that's my understanding of karma. I don't know if that's the correct definition or belief. Well, of thumb, I guess. I just it it, it seems whenever I've I've met people who've done wrong, it does come back in one way or another, and will affect them. And then you know people who've done good, but I mean it's it's. I don't think it's so cut and dry. I don't think it happens definitely all the time i don't know i i think it's more of treat those the way you want to be treated and i guess you know so if you know if you want people to be nice to you you should be nice to them so i guess that's another like maybe form of karma or my definition of karma how do you feel about it well karma and reincarnation go together those who believe in karma don't necessarily... It, karma isn't something that comes back at you right away. Karma is sort of like a reward for how you spent your life. And it happens in your next life. It doesn't happen, you know, a few days later. Okay. The actual um, religious term karma goes that way. It's It's sort of like a reward or a punishment for how you spent your previous life. Oh, okay. And I I think the the definition has evolved over the years and now people just think, well, you know, it's it's payback. <laughs> It'll come any day. Yeah. You don't have to wait for your next life for, for karma to kick in. Do you think angels are real? I, I don't think in the maybe the the biblical sense of them, I think, like maybe like maybe like a guardian angel type of thing. I think you know loved ones that passed, but I think that also you know that kind of look out for you. But I think that also can be construed to where you've learned from the the ones that you've lost, and so that you know they kind of hand that down to the next generation. Do you see what I'm saying? Kind of like in an obscure way. So you're speaking just about guardian angels. Yeah, yeah. Well, guardian angels were a, a made-up thing in fables. They didn't exist in the Bible. The angels in the Bible were 
higher order beings that were made by God to do his bidding and sort of be intermediaries between God and humans. The idea of like a, a fairy godmother is sort of a Disney concept. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I, I don't believe much of the Bible is true. And for me, angels is part of that. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that. So you would say you don't believe in angels? N no, I don't. What about heaven and hell? No. <laughs> Just no. I, I, I think pretty much when you, you, I think when you die, you die. I don't think there's, you know, these glorious gates will open up and you get to live in a paradise for the rest of your, you know, your, your soul goes, you know, to this paradise. Where you have no wants and everything's fabulous, or you know, where you sin in this life, then you're doomed to hell. I, I, I just don't. I'm, you know, I'm not a religious person at all. Consider myself an atheist. I just no. How about you? Well, I'm an atheist as well, and heaven and hell are concepts. I think that were made sort of as the carrot and the stick to frighten people into being good and you know, scare them away from being bad. There's a lot of other good reasons for religions. It gives people inspiration. It gives people hope. It lets them belong to something bigger than themselves. Yeah. But you could say the same thing about sports. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, I, I don't think that people should have to be threatened by the 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 fires of hell to be good people. They they should just want to be good people on yeah. their own. You you shouldn't have the carrot and the stick to mm -hmm. to to be a good person. Yeah, I agree with that. So I guess we're kind of into that's probably one of the most laid back. Uh, Subjects that we've covered quite a bit, so I guess uh, it's your favorite time of the week. So what is your favorite joke right now? My favorite joke of the week? Mm-hmm. Why did the ghost cross the road? I don't know. Why did the ghost cross the road? To get to the other side. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I guess my response was pretty good, too. So... <laughs> Well, that is it for this episode. This is Kura. And this is Bear. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.